Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit a fictional character that I've named Crispin, and he's the catch-all. He's the hipster dandy wearing skinny jeans, got a, a lumberjack beard, uh, but can't get a deer a change of tire, and he lives in the basement with mommy. And uh, so I take uh, Crispin from Pussville, and I lead him through uh, eight hurdles uh, into the rarefied air of Mantown. And uh, we dropped it on August 4th of 2016, and it's been rattling around at number one for several months. And uh, still holding strong, man. I look at it today, and it was, I think, 28 in Amazon's uh, <laughs> category of gender studies. We purposely put the book in gender studies, uh, just a jack with the left, and uh, it, it, <laughs> it's taken over Caitlyn Jenner's book and all the other Freak Patrol books, and it's anything uh, but uh, the, the, the motif that they push. Now, Dan, uh, you, you've been covering a lot of these issues, uh, how, how we need to be more manly and all these things uh, in, in, in some of your articles and how, how the United States uh, needs to step up and everything. Uh, listening to Doug there and his book, do you have any questions for him? Well, I've been writing about it. There's this whole discussion about metrosexuals that, that um, men have uh, – have been uh, conjoled and, and forced in the public education system in the in even the lower grades that you know that, that the male of the species is evil and women are the dominant force and not, women will rule the world and all those things and I, th I do think that there are there are situations uh, in growing numbers where uh, men uh, have have through political correctness, have lost their rights, they've lost their privileges, and they've lost their gonads. No, I completely agree, and uh, it's been a systematic emasculation, and uh, Dan, I'm glad you brought up the public school system. I think uh, hardcore for the last uh, 40, if not 50 years. I tell my readers all the time, it's like, hey, hey mom, hey dad, do you have a, do you have a new son? in your household? Uh, do you want him to grow up to be a, a whining uh, little dandy? Well, then send him to public school. Uh, let him have unfiltered access uh, to the internet and television. And thirdly, and this might rub uh, some of your listening audience wrong, but I'll explain it. Uh, give him to an evangelical church, because I've seen, I've seen evangelical churches uh, preach a gospel and... Um, <laughs> and set an example that I believe is nicer than Jesus and the apostles and the prophets in the Bible. So I think uh, those, that's a, that little trifecta is a lethal cocktail uh, if the parents um, don't watch what they're doing and they inject their little boy into that mix. Because I, uh, I believe all three of those uh, have in mind, as Dan pointed out, the, the emasculation of the male. And here's the reason why. And I believe it's predominantly leftists uh, that are doing it. Um, liberals cannot control 
a dude, a man who would be a man who lives in the testosterone leader fog that God and nature hardwired him to be a provider, protector, hunter, and hero. They can't deal with that kind of dude because he's so easy or, or so uh, difficult to control. There's another uh, entity that doesn't like uh, men being men, and I don't know if you guys heard of it before, but it's called Radical Islam. Mm. They want us to love Pepsi while they love death. Yeah. You, you yeah, know, I, go ahead, can, can I jump in? Yes, uh, go ahead. Here? Go ahead. Um, that's one of the that's one of the best lines I've heard. Uh, uh, we should lo lo uh, love uh, Pepsi um, instead of death. But uh, and I think you're absolutely uh, correct on that. I just heard over the weekend that uh, there was a, uh, a, a, a group of uh, uh, Christian uh, scholars who were. Trying to explain why uh, the, there were uh, 12 men are disciples of Christ, and there were no women, and uh, uh, I couldn't address it. I wonder if you want to address it. Well, I would say from a practical standpoint, since uh, most of the boys were into fishing, you know, I've <laughs> I've, uh, I've been fishing for 20 years on the South Florida coast, uh, living in Miami. I live back in Texas now. There's no place to pee or crap on the boat, so you can't. You can't take women with you on there. You know, they're not that hardy. Um, I, think, uh, I think Christ chose them because, um, first of all, he's Jesus. He can do what he, <laughs> he wants. Uh, but uh, the 30-year-old the rebel from Galilee, uh, for whatever reason, decided to choose 12 rough-cussing rough fishermen, uh, much akin to the cast of The Deadliest Catch, and a couple of tax cheats to represent him. But he didn't in any way, uh, shape, or form uh, diss the ladies. Uh, I believe it was Mary Magdalene who's the first person after the resurrection to preach the gospel to uh, coward and craven uh, Peter, James, and John. <laughs> so, you know, the ladies are always are trying to make some big deal out of it, but uh, Christ uh, was definitely pro-woman. Uh, he would hang out with prostitutes and uh, divorcees that had been married five times and bring them, you know, to life and to speed and uh, utilize them uh, greatly in the expansion uh, of his message. Uh, why he chose 12 dudes? I don't know. Um, <laughs> he's God. He can do what he wants. You know, I know that's a beautiful answer. I wish I had had it when I was listening to these theologians. It was a very interesting conference that I attended listening. They were trying to deal with, the, ironically, with the issue of how do you make Christianity more, have more female leadership. And I said I thought they did pretty well with male leadership, but then I was hooted <laughs> down, so I left. Uh, but uh, uh, thank you. I, I, well, here's I, you know talking, talk, you know, in regards to female leadership and 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 women influence in ecclesiastical search, uh, circles, uh, guys, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I would say especially evangelical uh, churches uh, predominantly. Uh, charismatic type churches, I think the, the preponderance of leadership and influence, and I would say it's negative to the point of effeminization, comes from the chicks. So this whole thing is, oh, we need more women. It's like the place is filled with women. 
you go to you go to most churches uh, on Sunday and just do a head count. You know, women, 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 men, women, 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 quasi male, women, 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 another dude. It's they're it's inundated. The problem here's the real problem is how do we get guys? Uh, I'm talking about like badass dudes like Clint Eastwood or John Wayne types or Steve McQueen's those kind of guys uh, who might have uh, an affinity for God or be open to it or actually be believers, how do we get them to come back and sit in our highly effeminized environment where the, the, the minister seems like a lame kind of Mr. Rogers doofus wearing a cardigan, the worship leader is way effeminate, and the whole uh, decor, the interior design of the church screams, chicks did this. How do, you, how do you remedy that situation and get the boys back in town? Because until there's a mass male influence once again in uh, the, the, the church, uh, we're still going to get our butts kicked 24-7, 365 by uh, evil forces and uh, those who want to hijack America and the planet. So is it my turn, Jim? Well, actually, hold on. I, I, I want IQ to jump in here. IQ, listening okay. to all this, um, and, and, and Doug brought up uh, radical Islam. Uh, what, 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 what is your take on some of this stuff, my friend? Jump in there, and then we'll let Dan jump back in. IQ, can you hear us? We may have lost IQ Al-Rizzoli. Okay, Dan, go ahead, my mm. friend. Jump back in there. Uh, okay, I've got a couple of quick observations um it speaks a lot about the women's movement in the united states when the day after the president was inaugurated the women have a march a protest wearing vagina hats (laughs) so so what we're saying is that in order to be a woman and to be in solidarity with other women, you have to walk around with a vagina hat on your head, which seems to me maybe part of the problem. Now, as it relates as to Don's question about women in the church, uh, I happen to be a Catholic. We uh, are one of the denominations have not allowed women to be uh, ordained um, and if we look at the role of Jesus when he formed Christianity he, f- he formed it in the time when the society in which he was living in placed a greater value on males than females and so <clears throat> if the males were the leaders of the community it makes all this makes all the sense in the world that the Lord would choose 12 males to help lead his church or found his church, but he didn't do it at the exclusion of females. He just said, Peter, upon this rock I will build my church. He didn't say, say Susie Q, on, upon this rock I'll build my church. He said Peter. And so his... His establishment of Christianity was a reflection of his time. And as a result, when we try and walk away, and this is where we have the biggest problem, Jim, 
when we try and walk away as Christians or Jews or, or Muslims or Hindus or whatever, when we walk away from our fundamental roots of what it brought us, what brought us to the dance, we lose a direction of not only of ourselves, our lives, but our responsibilities. And clearly what's going on is that when we have now more women than men in the world, women want a bigger role. But the John Wayne types, I, I, I'll give you a, a true story, James. I belong to this parish here on Sanibel Island, St. Isabel's. Been around a long time. And there were a group of us men about five years ago who said, <clears throat> you know, when you look around, all the altar servers are women, all the lectors are women, all the Eucharistic ministers are women, and there's a women's group, but there's never been a men's group. So we on our own started our men's ministry five years ago. We started with 12 men. We now have over 97 men in ministry of just men dealing with the issues, the problems, and the challenges of the church. We are expanding the leadership role of men. So the answer to the gentleman's question is that, yes, the John Waynes of the world would be nice, but we are men who are looking at the problems of the poor, the homeless, the the drug traffic victims, the kidnapping victims, <clears throat> and we're doing something about it ourselves as a group of men. As I travel around the country and do go to churches, Catholic churches, which is what I am, uh, in certain areas of the country, I see a growing population of entire families, husbands and, and wives and children going to church, uh, especially in the Washington, D.C. area. Surprised the hell out of me. But this is, this is the most, what I'm about to tell you, gentlemen, is to me is the most encouraging thing that I can tell you. James, as you know, I'm writing a book, and it's in edit right now, on dementia, and it's a book written for children between the ages of 9 and 12. And it was sent out for an editorial review. I sent it on to Don. And what's really interesting to me about this book, this editorial review, is that the, the woman who reviewed the book talked about how strong the male characters were the two fathers were in the book. And you know what? The mothers weren't even mentioned. I mean, they were talked about, but they weren't part of the story. It was the two daughters and the two fathers who were tackling this particular challenge. She was struck by the fact that the male figures were so strong in this book and knowledgeable and wanted to help their children grow and develop and understand the problem. So we as writers can, in, in my trilogies, I don't think there's anybody who's read any of my books in the trilogy would call any of the guys in my book pansies at all. <laughs> they would call them as str str strong male figures. 
but they also are dealing with some fairly strong female characters. But they are clearly the dominant characters in the books. And more and more people, more and more authors, can be part of the process, whether it's a, a, a satirical look by this new book or my books or other books where there's a positive role model. When you look at television today, if you look at television commercials, I don't care what the product is, Jim. How many? When you see the family sitting down to dinner, it's mom and the kids. There ain't no role for the dads. Yeah. Until we yep. as until we as men stand up and say, wait a minute, we accept our responsibilities as developers and nurturers of these children. Uh, until we stand up and do more of that, the women are going to continue because. You know, Jim, there's a philosophy that I developed a long time ago in working with people, especially with people who were wishy-washy or weren't quite sure. If you wanted to get something accomplished, you would go until you got a no, until you drove the person to the point that they were so uncomfortable about what you wanted to do, they said no. And what I found in many, many decades of working in the financial service business and trying to help people make decisions, it was easy to make decisions for people because people were reluctant. They didn't know what to do. They didn't know what to, know what to do. And I think that what we have today is we have a society that doesn't know what to do. What are, they don't know what our roles are. What are we supposed to be? Are, 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 you know, do, are we are we stay-at-home dads? Is that a bad thing? Maybe, maybe not. Um, but. The less we define the role of men, the more we focus on women as the controlling factor, the greater the deterioration will be in the leadership potential of the American male. It's already destroyed in Europe. It's, they've been castrated. Doug, your, your thoughts on, on what Dan was just saying there. Dang, man, that's a that's a multifaceted diamond. Um, how long's our interview? Is it what, three hours? <laughs> if I show it's an hour and a half. <laughs> no, he's uh, he's spot on. You know, um, if if there's a deficiency in uh, whether you're Catholic or Protestant in uh, the church, and it's uh, and it's uh, a man deficiency, then you know if if you're gonna stick it out and not just bail like a lot of guys have uh, since the 12th century because uh, um, the church was primarily a 50-50 demographic split uh, up until that uh, that time period. And you got to do what Dan's uh, talking about, and I think he hit the nail on the head of what appeals to dudes, you know. It's let's, uh, let's, let's find a problem, let's throttle it, uh, let's, let's get a task, let's accomplish it, it and <laughs> Let's let's have a beginning. Let's have an end. Let's take care of business because guys don't want. I know I don't want to sit around uh, some kind of weird kind of uh, churchy AA meeting. Everybody just talk about uh, each other's problems, which are usually uh, every men's group that I've ever been a part of. Guys, it always goes to masturbation, you know. <laughs> and and I don't want to sit around in those meetings anymore. It makes it difficult to shake hands with my brother. Anyway. Yeah. 
We so you pick out you, you, you pick out a problem, you throttle it, and uh, you know that appeals to guys. But again, like I said, just sitting around talking about feelings, yeah, I, I ain't got time for that, man. I got four businesses that I run, and I uh, and I like to hunt and travel all over the planet, so I got crap to do instead of talk about my feelings. Uh, as far as uh, Europe goes, I I totally agree. They are completely emasculated. They've they've promoted women uh, leadership there, and uh, by and large, it's completely imploded on them. Uh, look what they're doing. I think that I think political correctness, pussification, whatever you want to call it, uh, the thinning of skin. I think also the diminishing birth rates uh, in the households, and we're talking about you know predominantly huge families: Spain, Italy, Portugal, and Greece. Um, and then the invasion, the the unmasculine stance that they're talking or that they're taking with a, a perennial implacable uh, threat called radical Islam. I think they're done. I think um, in 40 or 50 years, it's going to be Arabia and it's going to be Londonistan. And it's all because of the emasculation process where they can't stand their ground. The men aren't men. Uh, all these feelings and this multicultural bull crap has crippled them. I don't think they can recover. I don't. I think it's absolutely. I think they're screwed, glued, and tattooed. They're more in trouble than Lindsay Lohan would be if she went to a Dennis Rodman acid party. Uh, I agree. Come on, I put my two pence. Yes. Yo, there's IQ. There's IQ. Go ahead, sir. I've been. I, I've been. I've been. Uh, I've been wanting to get your thoughts on all this because uh, yeah, Doug yeah, has covered a lot. For some reason, I have no idea. Anyway, the hey, that's fine. Is this. Go ahead. I agree with everybody has saying because literally the leadership of all the churches, whether they're Catholic, Protestant, Anglican, or whatever it is, is effeminate. Literally. I'm not talking about the women leaders. I'm talking about the priests themselves. Even the Pope, with all due respect, the gentleman is Catholic. Whatever he said about Islam is not only ridiculous, it is against logic. To speak about Islam and to say that he never found anything in the Quran which was aggressive, I found that insulting to the intelligence of human beings. But that's besides the point. To rectify the problem, I said it before, I repeat it again. Bring back conscription, male and female, one year. I promise you, within three years, four years, you will have a completely different generation of people. Your education system sucks. It's zero. You don't have any education system. Look at the product that you have. Look at the universities that you have. Look at the people who are coming from these universities at $30,000 to $70,000 a year. They are not human beings. They are, they are the brown shirts and the SS of the left-wingers. Back to you. Yeah, I want to I, I wanna jump in there because um, IQ, I... Um, uh, I was on Pastor Greg's show last week, and you were on right after me last Thursday. And um, we, we had a we had a, a gentleman who was a uh, in studio with Pastor Greg, who was a gentleman who converted from the Muslim faith to Christianity. And we had a wonderful conversation, and we talked about something that IQ and I have talked about. And I think it's extremely relative to what, hap what our guest is talking about today. I made the comment that if you look at all of the major religions of the world, every major religion of the world has gone through a reformation. 
except the Muslim faith. And IQ has pointed out to me that when Muhammad gave his followers the Quran, he said, change not a period. So what's happening is that we have this huge divergence in the world today. We have Islamic men who follow the Quran and Sharia law, accept their responsibilities because it has been consistently told to them generation after generation after generation. You have the Christians and the non-Christians who have abandoned their faith. They don't have a relationship with any spiritual person. They believe they can live on their own and they don't they, they can live a secular life and uh, things will be fine. And so what what happens is that that part of the world that is constantly evolving and changing the religion and changing the rules and changing the rules of the game sends out very confusing signals to men and women, whereas in the Muslim world they've been consistent for, what, 1,400 years, IQ? 1,400 years, yes. Yeah. So, I, I, go ahead, IQ. Go ahead. Sorry, about reforming Islam, this is the tragedy that most people don't understand. ISIS is actually reforming Islam, because I said it before. While Osama bin Laden and Al-Qaeda followed the Quran word by word, ISIS, on the other hand, and those who support them like now, uh, Hamas and Boko Haram and Shabab, they follow the Quran and Sharia letter by letter, comma by comma, and dot by dot. This is the reformation. And this is what the Western mind cannot accept and cannot understand because they haven't even bothered to read the Quran, let alone understand. This is why the Europeans are failing. This is why America has been failing with regard to Islam. If you do not understand the psychology of your enemy, you are not going to defeat it. Not now, not ever. Right. Absolutely. I've said, I've said that IQ. I said that a, a zillion times. That's why I wrote the first book in the trilogy, A Terrorist Perspective, because I believe I've yet to find any talk show host on the hundreds that I've been on that will tell me anything greater than 10% of his audience really has ever read the Quran or Sharia law. And most of the time it's less than 1%. So if we as a nation do not understand the power and influence these documents have over their people, how can we ever expect to fight them? Now, Doug, listening to all this, uh, Doug Giles, what, what do you make of all this? Uh, I'm glad I'm 54 and I'll be dead, you know, in the next couple of decades because it's going to be bad, folks, if we don't pull our head about, out of our backside. And uh, I know after 9-11, I was, your, I was your typical young doofus, you know. I didn't pay attention to Islam. <laughs> I was building businesses and uh, having a great time raising my kids. And then all of a sudden, bam, September 11th. So what I did, uh, unlike the guys that uh, Dan was talking about, and I agree with him, um, the majority of these talk show hosts that are woefully uninformed, and I won't even get into the, the left and, and, uh, and their willful blindness regarding Islam. But uh, I went to Barnes & Noble, and uh, old goofy redneck Doug uh, went to uh, the religious section, and I picked up this book called The Quran, and I read it. 
And I, t- I tell you what, man, it scared me straight. And any numbnut out there who says, you know, well, you know, the New Testament, it's just like, you know, the Quran and the teachings of Muhammad. It's like, hey, listen, man, I don't know if you've ever read uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John, or if you've ever read uh, the Quran, but you couldn't find anything more different. It's like comparing Rosie O'Donnell to uh, Christy Brinkley, you know, or something. And uh, so... So when I see these guys, you know, doing their their deal, and like uh, the last uh, uh, massacre in Manchester, uh, which, by the way, the chief demographic of Ariana Grande concert is uh, young girls and homosexuals. It's a little rabbit trail, gentlemen, but you'd think that the left, who say that they champion the rights of women and gays, uh, would be a little bit more stringent in embracing of Trump's travel ban of uh, Muslims from uh, terror-supporting states because they love to kill uh, uh, sexually clad little girls and homosexuals. But anyway, uh, that's aside the point. Now, the, the, guys, the guys are carrying out Muhammad's edicts. Uh, as uh, IQ said, that is the reform. They're going back to the basics. And, um, and they've got a worldview that Christians don't have. You know, yes, most Christians, to, to give you some kind of multi-generational uh, view of the future and where Christ's kingdom impacts, uh, you know, the planet and the United States in a beneficial way for the next thousand years, they don't know what the hell you're talking about. But you talk to a typical Muslim, they, they're, they're patient. They, they know that they're Three wives spitting out seven kids apiece is the part uh, is uh, is a is a big part of establishing a global caliphate, and so they they do it. Christians, on the other hand, they sell out for temporary pleasures, and uh, they build churches that won't last, you know, forty or fifty years. Uh, we didn't do that in the past. We built them for multi generational, uh, you know, purposes and stuff. But that's gone. A lot of evangelicals think they're going to be raptured out of this mess. And I think that kind of mindset is uh, is definitely detrimental and effeminate. In the meantime, Islam has grown faster than any other religion now, and uh, it looks like they got the edge. Yeah, I saw a report we called you. Can I can I jump in here? Uh, yeah, go uh, ahead, Doug. Uh, you are you are one of the uh, freshest breezes I've heard in a long time. Um, uh, but. Uh, we have a, here in New Jersey, in the Bergen Record, a columnist named Kelly, and he wrote a very interesting uh, uh, column this Sunday. You may be, uh, may or may not be aware, but uh, uh, the, the Puerto Rican parade in a week and a half is going to be headed by... Uh, oh, I think we lost Don. <laughs> IQ, j- 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 jump in there, my friend. Bye. There we are. Uh, I think he's back. Um, uh, 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 President Obama is what his last acts. Uh, this man who, uh, amongst other things, facilitated the bombing of one of our oldest, Francis Tavern, where uh, Washington gave his farewell speech, where ironically he, the thing he said most was that the armed forces should not get involved in government, which is another thing to get liberals. But the point I want to make in, in Kelly's column, which I thought was, was extremely important, Kelly said, look, you have a terrorist uh, running uh, 
uh, in the front of today uh, t uh, today's parade. In 30 years, if you're not careful, ISIS will be running in front of that, uh, this parade. I thought it was one of the most uh, insightful columns I've seen from a, ma uh, a mainline newspaper. Naturally, he's retiring because they, they don't like it, but I thought it was very interesting. And I, I wanted uh, uh, IQ's comments and Doug's comment on that. May I digress for one second? On Sunday, Fox News anchor Harris Faulkner, black lady, asked the perfect question to those who believe both that there was a collusion and that Jared Kushner had a secret back channel with Russia. This is remarkable. She said, if it's true, wouldn't that signify that there was no collusion? What she's saying is, if, there, <laughs> if Jared Kushner is looking for channels, back channels with Russia, why would he be looking for back channels if he was colluding with Russia in the first place? I thought this was the most remarkable question. And the two people in front of her kept their mouth shut. I thought, amazing. Nobody thought about it before. But diplomatic, diplomats always have back channels. You know, if that was Barack Obama having a back channel, the New York Times would have it on the front page saying how wonderful it is. Instead, we're saying that's terrible to have a back channel. Unbelievable. Yeah, but they did say how beautiful yeah. it was when he was no, dealing not. with, with uh, Iran. Yeah, they did. You're, you're right. Uh, to, but what I think, uh, to me, maybe the mainstream press, some of the people are waking up to the fact Excuse me, that um, uh, ISIS does pose a long-term threat. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.